Hi, this is Dina Amrine, and today I'll be talking to Anna Amrine about the current opioid epidemic. Hi, after taking this course in reading Dreamland, the negative impacts of opioid use and how the current epidemic came to be is much clearer. There is currently a prescription drug problem in America. Opioids are overprescribed and patients are uninformed. Can you give an overview of how prescription drugs are used in our culture today? Since the 80s, taking drugs has become a norm in our society, with over 90% of Americans over 65 using at least one prescription drug each month. As drug discoveries and developments were made, medical care evolved. In many ways, prescription drugs have been a major improvement to medical care, lowering rates for heart and respiratory diseases and increasing life expectancies. It sounds like prescription drugs are beneficial. What's the catch? The idea that medications are safe has influenced our healthcare beliefs, attitudes, and social norms, which guide our medication-taking behaviors. While prescription drugs can improve the quality of life, cure diseases, and treat symptoms, not all aspects are positive, like addiction. What have pharmaceutical companies done to fuel the current epidemic? Marketing strategies have had a big role in the epidemic. By 2005, there were over 100,000 pharmaceutical sales reps. These representatives are sent by companies to provide physicians with samples and gifts. Companies also sponsor continued medical education to lure doctors in to hear their drug promotions. Furthermore, the way the drug is on the market has also changed, like how in 1984, MS cotton was put on the market for cancer patients, but just 12 years later, OxyContin was released for pain patients. Why the sudden change? In the late 90s, doctors and American Pain Society started pushing for pain to be treated differently, now as the fifth vital sign. Basically, this is when the 1 to 10 pain scale came to be. This way of treatment was a transformation for patients with pain, but it was also the beginning of many problems because pain is relative. That makes sense. When considering how opioids have influenced the medication-taking experience and behaviors in America, we must look at opioid use from the patient, the doctor, and how the drugs work in our bodies. Let's start from the patient's perspective. For patients, opioids are more effective and work faster than other options. Since doctors prescribe them and many take them, they are commonly perceived as safe treatments. Our society has a big problem with the quick-fix mentality. Many patients searching for a quick fix for pain find opioids to be a perfect solution. What do you mean by quick fix? Many Americans believe that medications are a quick and easy fix to their health problems. Can we talk about how opioids work in the body? By binding to pain targets in the brain, opioids block pain messages from being sent to the body. They also release a feel-good chemical called dopamine. Using these drugs creates a cycle for the brain that includes five stages, use, dependence, addiction, withdrawal, and relapse. Basically, opioid use changes the way the brain works, making it crave the drug. Knowing how opioids work makes me wonder why doctors prescribe them. In the late 1900s, after the World Health Organization declared that living a pain-free life was a universal human right, prescription drugs, especially opioids, started being prescribed more. Were doctors just trying to give patients an effective option? This might be the case for some doctors. The lack of education around opioid use, along with misinformation, delayed doctors from realizing the true effects of these medications. What do you mean by misinformed? Many doctors believe opioids were safe because that's what the pharmaceutical company's research showed, especially Purdue Pharma. In 1986, a paper was published stating a 1980 study that narcotics were not addictive, or this wasn't a real study. It was basically a journal entry from a few doctors that were observing a small amount of hospital patients on narcotics. The findings were twisted to make it seem like opioids were non-addictive options, which paved the way for pharmaceutical companies to market these drugs to more people for more conditions, even though it was based on fabricated research. So they lied. Yes. The company even made fake graphs and studies results to give to the sales reps who then passed this inaccurate information along to physicians. So many of the prescribing doctors believed that opioids were safe. That's horrible. Yes, but not all doctors were just misinformed. For example, in Ohio, a doctor proctor ran what is called a pill mill, where doctors basically hand out prescriptions for a hefty office visit fee. 
An investigation found Proctor prescribed opioids regularly without offering other treatment options or even a diagnosis. So many of the prescriptions were not written with good intentions. Right, and aside from crooked doctors, many opioid prescriptions came from PCPs that had little experience in treating pain and little time dedicated to each patient. How did all this impact how frequently opioids are used? By the 1980s, the top 20% of the world or wealthier countries consumed 90% of morphine produced, with that consumption increasing 30-fold by 2011. Another example is for Oxycontin, which had about 670,000 prescriptions in 1997, but jumped to 6.2 million prescriptions in 2002, just five years later. Also, by 2012, the U.S. consumed about 83% of the world's oxycodone and 99% of the world's hydrocodone. That is interesting. Clearly, the U.S. has an overprescribing problem. So is our drug-taking culture today beneficial or harmful to our society? The lack of understanding surrounding opioids is extremely harmful to society, fueling addiction, misuse, overprescribing, and also silence and confusion surrounding opioid use in general. How has our drug-taking culture changed over time? At one point, both doctors and patients believed opioids were a miracle treatment without addictive properties. This misinformation surely contributed to the silence around opioid addiction. What are the cultural ramifications from our drug-taking behaviors? Opioid use has been normalized by frequent misprescribing and overprescribing. Addiction is widespread. Since 2008, drug overdoses have been the leading cause of accidental deaths, with over 60,000 people dying from opioid overdoses in 2016. What do you personally think about opioids? As someone that has used opioids for chronic pain for the last five years, I have experience with how dramatically opioids can change your life. After a car accident, I was prescribed many medications, including opioids for pain, as there aren't really many other treatment options. Pills are easier and cheaper, cheaper than other therapies. Doctors and insurance companies prefer pills to more holistic approaches or any other approach, really. For example, insurance won't cover chiropractors, physical therapy, massages, or even nerve blocks, but they cover most opioids for $10 or less. Well, that would explain why so many patients still use these medications, knowing all the risks. Absolutely. Aside from the misinformation, cost is an influence on the rising epidemic. What do you believe is the medication's past, present, and future role in American culture? Opioids have been and will continue to be necessary for America's healthcare system. Overall, prescription opioids are overprescribed and misprescribed, stemming from decades of misinformation and the evolution of pain management. Both the patients and the doctors need to be more educated on opioid use. Using opioids to treat non-terminal patients is a relatively new concept, so we must understand opioids better in order to maximize effectiveness and minimize misuse. Thank you for your time today. Thank you.